refreshing, delicious and packed with the good stuff. It's The Juice with Louise Wilkinson on Newcastle Live Radio. This host has an ethos. First I drink the coffee and then I do the things. Coffee has got a bad rap in the last few years and I want to know if it's good or bad for us. Here to answer those questions is Julianne Beeston, medical herbalist, who's going to help us out with the never-ending question, is coffee good or bad for us? Welcome to the show, Julianne. Thanks, Louise. Thanks for having me. Okay, so look, coffee is certainly what I would call a staple in, uh, in my morning. Can you shed some light on uh, the good, the bad and the ugly when it comes to coffee? Mm, of course. So... Listening to a lot of women in my clinic, I hear women talk about coffee in a way that it's either a guilty pleasure, an enduring love affair, or a harmful substance that just should be totally avoided and something to add to a nasty list of things to detox. Yes. (laughs) Um, (laughs) For me, it's an enduring love affair. So I've really had to look at this issue. When I was an undergrad student, we were just taught that coffee's bad it's an it's a known carcinogen so get rid of it Mm. that was some pretty poor science so that science thankfully has since been debunked Um, so much so that the world health organization has actually removed it from its list of carcinogenic foods this is a pretty rare thing so they've not only removed it from that list they've also added it to a list of helpful health promoting foods so For a coffee drinker like myself, it was yippee. Um, For a herbalist, it was like, well, I want to know more about this. What's going on with coffee? So what does the research say? Yeah. Yeah. So the British Medical Journal did a review a few years ago where they looked at all of the science around coffee, which there's been loads of, and they actually came up with a conclusion that coffee decreases the risk of death generally (laughs) people i know that's great news it is but you know again we need to know more information about this so what's good about coffee well we know that it contains caffeine let's be frank that's the reason why most of us wake up longing for our cup Mm -hmm. um but it all it's also rich in polyphenols and this is where herbalists everywhere are going of course it is we love polyphenols um but we don't necessarily think about coffee and something that's so health promoting so polyphenols are compounds found in plants that help the body fight disease right um i read an interesting thing about polyphenols that describe them as lifespan essentials because of their potential to reduce the risk of chronic disease. Mm, So what do they do for us in our cup of coffee? Well, they're anti-inflammatory. We Mm. know that they can reduce the risk of neurodegenerative diseases, such as Parkinson's and Alzheimer's. We know that they improve insulin sensitivity. And so we know that coffee has been linked with a reduced risk of type 2 diabetes. It's also been linked with a reduced risk of liver disease and cardiovascular disease. So start to feel good about your morning cup. 
Okay. I, I, I certainly, I don't need any encouragement at all. <laughs> I was really hoping that this wasn't going to go south for me in my coffee habit. But I guess there are some downsides as well, aren't there? Where does the, the research come from that it is bad for us and we should be careful with it? Yeah, well, there's actually not a lot of research to say that it's bad. Um, but thinking about what we know about caffeine, what we know about the impacts of too much caffeine on the body and how caffeine can make us feel depending on how we metabolise it. And mm. that's largely genetic. Like we all know people that can drink a cup of coffee and go to bed no problem. That for me, for me <laughs> okay. yeah, well, for me, if I drink a cup of coffee after midday, I'm up all night watching reruns of Escape to the Country or Seinfeld. <laughs> so... Again, it comes back to really listening to how coffee feels for you and how much is too much. So the research that's telling us all the good things about coffee, look at the amount, the ideal sweet spot being three to five cups a day. Mm, yeah. But the little asterisk there is most cafes will give you two shots in one cup of coffee. Yes. So if you're having two decent cups of coffee a day, you're probably getting the amount that's covered in those studies. Right. But we do need to look at when coffee perhaps is not your friend. Okay. All right. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. This, this is not good news for me, but go oh, on. No, no, it's not so bad. <laughs> so, you know, think about your ability to deal with caffeine and what else is going on in your life. So you might want to avoid or cut down if you're trying for a pregnancy. Mm -hmm. So we know there's a correlation with pregnancy loss and low birth weight with too much caffeine. Yes. Um, it also crosses into the placenta. Right. Um, same with breastfeeding. If baby's unsettled, you might want to look at your caffeine intake and reduce it. And the other two areas would be anxiety and insomnia. Right. So too much caffeine can make us feel jittery. It can give you heart palpitations. A lot of the symptoms that are really similar to being flooded with anxiety. So mm -hmm. if you have a lot going on at the moment, caffeine perhaps is not your friend. Right, yeah. And I, same with insomnia. Yeah, so, I, can, I can see that. I can see. And there are times when certainly, um, you know, if I'm running on full tilt and I'm sort of bordering on a bit of an anxious state that I really do feel uh, a little bit jittery when I have probably too much coffee. So I do, I do understand what you're saying there. And, and I guess everything in moderation, you've really got to listen to your body. And I mean, I'm a firm believer that because I'm Italian, I can metabolize coffee like nobody's business, but I probably have a, a friend of mine who is the same. Uh, she can't drink it past lunchtime because she will be up all night. Mm. Yeah. So, yeah, so it's about embracing those individual differences, but mm. also, um, you know, what might be clinically relevant, there's some medications that will change how your body breaks it down. Right. So just say women on the pill may be breaking down coffee much more slowly than someone who isn't. And right. so they can be more susceptible to those sorts of side effects. Women with breast pain. So clinically, I see this quite a lot. Women with benign cyclic breast pain, so sort of breast pain that will present during your premenstrual time. If you cut down coffee or eliminate coffee, sometimes you're eliminating that breast pain as well. And that's backed up in the research. So 
they're instances where you can really tailor coffee to suit where you're at in life and what's going on. Right. Okay. Well, look, this hasn't been all doom and gloom, which I'm very happy about, Julianne, because, you know, I was very scared to do this segment because coffee is, as for you, a love affair with me. So I am extremely happy to hear that there are some things that we need to look out for, but that it's not all bad news when it comes to our favourite cup which is definitely the case for me. (laughs) There's a lot that's absolutely brilliant about it. So back to the polyphenols, um, you know, the polyphenol levels in coffee are higher than in green tea. Oh, yeah. So if you were having a morning green tea, you'd probably feel quite virtuous. Yeah. So, you know, I would say lose the guilt around coffee and start really loving it in its entirety rather than this vehicle for caffeine. Oh, Look, you don't have to convince me. I cannot get through my day without a coffee. I'm sitting here with one right now. So, Julianne, thank you. That was so informative. And I hope that everybody out there got a lot out of this. And, you know, barring the the pregnancy and the anxiety issues and possibly the breast pain issues, just have a listen to your body and see how it um, metabolizes coffee and drink it guilt-free, I say. So... <laughs> Absolutely. I think it was um, Agent Cooper from Twin Peaks who said every day, once a day, give yourself a present and have a damn fine cup of coffee. 